Welcome to Rocket Ship, the podcast where web developers learn the skills and secrets to ship awesome mobile apps. I'm Simon Graham, creator of Galaxies.dev, and today with me is Pavel Carnet. Did I say this right now? Carnet, but it's okay. It's good. <laughs> uh, sorry, my, my Polish is not really good. Like I can yeah. I can swear in different languages. I know the <laughs> the important parts. <laughs> I think there's a very common word in, in Poland that you used to swear. Uh, so we don't want to mention this now. But uh, Pavel was so nice to join me on this podcast because um, Pavel is a software developer. Although I currently I read your tweet that you like got laid off. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Actually, uh, I got a off um, the company uh, I worked for. Uh, uh, lost a, a crucial client, and it, it was a smaller co uh, software house. So uh, I'm in the. Uh, I'm now talking to uh, some uh, some people. So, uh, but if you have an interesting project uh, projects, <laughs> you can hit me up uh, on Twitter. Um, I I'd be uh, be help. Uh, happy to to join uh, some interesting project yeah awesome we will definitely put your uh social handle in the show notes uh, as you're a skilled developer as i've seen from your countless projects so pavel is working on a project called fitmate which we will definitely get into later in this conversation um but you're also doing other stuff uh, i just listen to music uh how, how did it come that you have interest in music and, and what are you like do you really mix it together or what's the process of creating music uh, always yeah it, it uh it began uh, actually much earlier than uh, my uh, programming uh, uh, career um like uh, when i was 15 uh, Uh, like, no, even earlier, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I went to the music school. I played uh, played clarinet and saxophone a little bit for a few years, and um, then uh, then I was uh, beatboxing, uh, <laughs> and 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 then I turned uh, music producer. I bought some I bought some equipment to make uh, music on uh, Ableton Studio, uh, the pop popular. Uh, um, program to, for making music uh, and lately on uh, FL Studio. Uh, cool. Well, I have. I'm just uh, doing it for fun right now. I tried to uh, pursue uh, the career in music, but it wasn't uh, really uh, taking off. And uh, so, and I think I wasn't uh, like, uh, ready uh, to do it, and I'm I'm glad I'm, I'm changed uh, to pursue the career in programming because now I have uh, I, I do what I want with the, my music, and I <laughs> was uh, was at the point where I tried to uh, be trendy about making it. So, but uh, yeah, I'm yeah. doing it my it in my free time. Uh, like uh, last year, I. I Uh, released a bit uh, a few uh, few bits uh and yeah yeah you you do you do like lo-fi chill hop music is that right yes uh yeah that that, that was last year yeah that, yeah that's perfect uh, i should i should like get the license so i can use that on my streams because uh, you can uh, use it you don't, need, you, you don't need the license you can you can you can use it don't worry awesome. <laughs> oh yeah tell youtube can we can we record this and let youtube know because they're gonna strike me otherwise <laughs> Uh, no, anyway, I, I haven't copyrighted it. So, <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, besides that, it's very fascinating. So when I when I checked out your Twitter feed and some stuff, I came across so many things that I thought uh, 
this guy is too close to you. Like I found Huberman references, My First Million, Casey Neistat. You've been doing protein cookies. You have a, uh, a child which is working up very early so you can't do your morning routine. I'm like, this is exactly my life, basically. <laughs> uh, oh, awesome. So, yeah, you, you seem to be into, um, yeah, especially Huberman and uh, life improvements. Are you adopting any of the stuff he's telling or do you try to incorporate that into your day? Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, of course, uh, I've uh, asked uh, almost every tech bro, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm into Huberman, uh, I don't uh, listen uh, to him a lot lately, but uh, for uh, um, a few things I learned, um, uh, one, if I, if I would say one main thing uh, is uh, to... Um, view sunlight uh, uh, so i open a window uh, uh, like in my home uh, just after uh, waking up uh, if i can i go out out uh, with my dog uh, to take also view sunlight uh, but the most crucial one uh, was like the uh, skipping the caffeine for the pa uh, the first uh, uh, two hours of the day uh i've noticed like the crash afternoon wasn't uh, wasn't <laughs> happening anymore so that this were uh, this was uh, really beneficial for me to implement that yeah i think especially for developers yeah. that will be a very hard habit to adopt um, <laughs> i tried it as well myself to uh, like just 90 minutes later the problem is i, I get up like i don't know 6 30 or something 7 a.m And then I usually like half an hour later, I do a workout in the garden because I have a home gym and uh, I have oh, an outdoor awesome. rack so I can do squats and, or go running or whatever. And I noticed that just my performance for the workout drops if I don't drink my coffee before. Uh, yeah, so, of course. <laughs> uh, I, I get up and I just get my coffee. So yeah, adopt what works for you. But this is definitely something uh, everyone should at least give a try and see how it affects the day. Because yeah, as you said, you can sometimes prevent like this afternoon down. Um, quickly, just on that note, another thing that I actually just did before recording this is uh, non-sleep deep rest. So yeah. there are interesting uh, videos on YouTube or even Spotify, which is, it is not meditation. It is basically just lying on the bed and hearing, like listening a bit to your voice and also going through the body, the different parts. And you fall into like this, this state you might know from in the mornings when you wake up but then you fall asleep again, like this this switch between sleep and wake. And uh, I don't know, I feel real refreshed after these non-sleep deep rest uh, sessions or Ooh. yoga nidra is what they call it as well. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, so I think I've I heard, this. I, I heard that uh, somewhere uh, there's a, a healthy gamer uh, guy on the YouTuber, I would say. The, there is a, I'm pretty sure there is one. <laughs> yeah, uh, he... Um, he's a this he has a really great YouTube channel I, I believe it's healthy gamer uh, he's a psychologist and he uh, yeah uh, he, he mentioned I, I listened to one uh, episode of uh, of uh, uh, of him mentioning the yoga Nidra yeah and is it uh, working for you 
It definitely is. So I, I do it on days when the night wasn't perfect and like 20 or 30 minutes. And usually afterwards I feel better. Like in the past, I tried these power naps or whatever. Mm -hmm. and I usually felt crushed afterwards, but after a non-sleep deep rest, I usually feel good. And then I drink a coffee and then I'm perfectly ready for the afternoon. So uh, awesome. already two tips for, for all the <laughs> tech pros out there. Uh, <laughs> but when your coffee intake also get sunlight in the eyes as Pavel said oh, it's yeah. important to open the windows and not just yeah. look through the windows yeah. don't wear any glasses um, and then you're ready to build awesome React Native apps so let's talk about your awesome React Native app you are actually working on one right now yes. uh, it is called Fitmate uh, it will launch in August I can join yeah. the waiting list um, Yes. what is Fitmate uh, how did you came up with the idea uh, tell me more about it um, so I came up with uh, the idea a few years back. Uh, if I take a look on uh, on somewhere in the, between two or three years ago, um, I just uh, the idea uh, is basically is simple that connects people uh, together who wants to do sports together. Uh, I moved to, from my hometown city to a, big, um, a little bit bigger city. I sometimes I like to I would like to play squash with someone uh, or tennis. And I had a friend which, with I with whom I played uh, squash, but now uh, he doesn't uh, have time. So I thought uh, maybe that could be a good idea to implement an application that will allow uh, people who maybe not stay at the same place uh, and don't mm -hmm. have a, a group of friends uh, who's interested in the same things to maybe uh, let anyone post an event I want to play then and then. Uh, and you can post an event uh, that you want to play squash there on at that place, and if, and somebody will ask you to join, and you can accept, and then you connect on through the chat on the on the app, and yeah, that's the general idea. That sounds interesting, definitely. And is, is this, by the way, your first idea? Because I, I, from your tweets, I get the impression you're also very much into the indie hacking scene. Um, is yeah. this your first try or were there other apps and uh, uh, projects before? Um, this is not my first project, but this is, will, the, will be the first, uh, the first side project I will actually launch. Uh, <laughs> uh, because, uh, yeah... I, well, you may say I had uh, I um, had one project which I launched. It was uh, my blog, uh, which I'm uh, ha I'm not uh, updating anymore. Uh, it's selfmadedev.com. Uh, <laughs> if anybody is interested, and basically the idea was uh, to to be a person who I were I didn't have. Uh, when I was learning programming. So I was uh, writing uh, about uh, the beginnings of how to learn this and that React Native, mostly focused on React Native stuff. Uh, and yeah, I was uh, writing a few, I was writing a few articles on React Native. Uh, uh, yeah, but then my son was born and uh, <laughs> I actually didn't have uh, enough time to focus on that. So and the idea uh, like died in my head, <laughs> uh, so I didn't want to uh, continue uh, doing that. Um, that was, I had uh, other mobile apps ideas, but uh, that uh, uh, that didn't work out. I didn't uh, finish them. 
Yeah, I, I have also a graveyard of, of those kind yeah. of projects. <laughs> so uh, we got to get into FitMate and the technical stuff in a second. Just want to get to know, uh, how did you get actually uh, in contact with React and React Native? Like, what's your, your story about learning React Native? How did you pick mm -hmm. it up and when? Um, so um, it was like uh, I started uh, learning programming in 2016. So uh, you would say not so long ago, but mm -hmm. uh, basically I wanted to uh, uh, create a mobile app uh, I, and, uh, and I wanted to change jobs because I worked in logistics and I didn't like it. Uh, that was mm -hmm. not, that was, wasn't for me. And when I, uh, yeah, and when I started learning, uh, I had a friend who, um, who actually changed jobs from uh, being a, a professional musician uh, to coder too. Um, and he, he recommended me to learn JavaScript. Uh, so I, I was learning JavaScript and then I found about React. I found that there are a lot of jobs, uh, remote jobs for React. So I, uh, and I applied to one job, uh, I believe, uh, uh, for a React developer. And they asked me, um, uh, maybe you can try React Native. And I <laughs> then I found out, oh, the, you can make uh, mobile apps with, uh, with React. So I jumped right in and, uh, and the rest is history. And from that day, I started working in React Native, uh, like, since uh, January 2017. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, 2016 is still pretty early for React Native and yeah. the whole React Native ideas. Um, so compared to your start, is it a lot better right now? How do you feel yeah, about it? Yeah, it's much better. It's much better right now. Uh, in, uh, like when I started learning this in 2000, no, I, oh, sorry, I started working uh, on React Native app and uh, on 2018. I, I, but uh, uh, React Native, I was uh, in 2017. So uh, uh, one year difference. Um, but uh, yeah, it's much different. Back then, uh, Expo wasn't so good like that. Mm -hmm. Right now, um, uh, whenever I start uh, working on any React Native project, uh, I'm starting from Expo. Like you can basically do like most of uh, applications are crudes either way. So, uh, so the Expo can handle it if you want to, but. If you want to add a native model that Expo doesn't support, you can add it too using Expo. So uh, thanks to the dev builds. So I really, um, I really like the Expo environment right now, but back then you would have to like uh, use experimental something there. There was a, uh, there was something like that uh, when you were. Yeah, there was also Expo eject when you want to do like the, yeah. the natives part. Yeah. So when I started with like, not a lot of people were, were using Expo. Uh, for the first two or three years, I was working mainly on projects uh, that uh, was uh, was uh, use, used uh, React Native, um, native uh, the CLI, React Native CLI. And, but uh, it changed around, I would say, maybe two years ago. Um, uh, Expo became much better. And I, I started recommending uh, when I was uh, in the new projects, I started recommending using Expo too. And I was glad uh, 
I was glad we chose every time we chose uh, Expo. I was glad we did. One time we actually uh, the, we chosen Expo, but they didn't have the Expo Dev models yet. But uh, so we just ejected, and uh, that was that, that was uh, that, that was it. Uh, so, uh, we could uh, work uh, further with the native uh, React Native CLI. Yeah, I feel completely the same about Expo. I mean, I'm kind of new still to the React Native world. I've been using other tools before. Um, so when I came back to React Native, there was Expo and React Native CLI. And I, I quickly figured out that basically everyone today is using Expo. And uh, then I looked at the different ways you can use Expo or you can let's say, break out of Expo with, with like your custom dev client build or uh, even with Expo pre-built if you don't fear to touch like an Xcode or Android Studio project. And then I noticed that I actually don't see any limitations, like just yeah. get started. And if you really need to go into some native stuff, then A, you can just do it with Expo, like you can write your own local modules now even, mm -hmm. which is super easy. Or yeah. B, yeah, let ju let's just do your pre-build and then you're free to yeah, do whatever yeah, you want. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so but, I assume Fitmate is also using Expo then. Yes, uh, yes. I'd love to hear more about uh, the tech stack. I, I read a few of your articles. So <laughs> I figured out that the tech stack for Fitmate is Expo with a Firebase backend and using native base for UI. Is that Perfect. correct? And, yeah, that's correct. And then tell me about the different choices and, and why you made them. Um, okay. Um, well, I'm using Expo because uh, there's uh, like in terms of, uh, uh, well, I explained that previously. Expo can do everything <laughs> yeah. right now. So, uh, the, so I started working uh, with Expo and it's working fine. The Firebase library. Uh, I worked. Uh, uh, I I've learned Firebase and worked with Firebase on different projects, and so this was the the most knowledgeable backend service I uh, I know. Uh, so, mm, so it was uh, not a decision like. Firebase for a specific reason because it's using no SQL. It was just I have used no. Firebase before yeah, and yeah, I, the, I know the, the, about Firebase. Yes. So let's just stick to it. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. I try to write my code the way that uh, um, I separate the connection to the database from the uh, UI components. So whenever I would like to change it, maybe for a custom backend made on Node. Uh, maybe if the app grows, it, that will be uh, a good choice. But uh, uh, so it, I believe that transition could be uh, quite easily done. But uh, like for now, uh, until I have like one million users, I believe that won't be uh, <laughs> that won't be that uh, expensive to uh, use uh, Firebase. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Um, it think it's I, a perfect like choice it. uh, for yeah. that project. Yeah, I I believe too because uh, the push notifications I have uh, are also going through the Firebase and chat uh, is going also through the Firebase. Uh, so, um, um, yeah, uh, 
for me it's like a perfect uh, perfect project i i know uh, how to go around to firebase console i had a friend that helped me uh for um, because uh, uh that helped me with some uh, uh setting up uh, because he uh, uh he had uh, um like a bit more knowledge on uh, <laughs> on uh, setting up uh, chat, uh, I would say, uh, through, uh, he was like, he, he's a full stack developer. So I had a friend actually who helped me like fi uh, figure out how to do it uh, properly. And I believe it's, uh, it's done uh, pretty good right now. And yeah, so uh, that's uh, Firebase is, uh, I, was, I also use it for ALF, so like mm -hmm. there's there wasn't a better choice for 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 this app for me why native are base using, yeah let's uh, let's uh wait with native base quick okay. question about firebase um so you're using authentication which is super easy with firebase by the way is if anyone is not uh hasn't used firebase firebase is like backend as a service um you get a NoSQL database you get authentication and you get like 20 other things out of the box that you can basically just toggle on with a click in Firebase. And it's actually one of the most used backends, I think, for mobile applications. I think mobile developers just don't want to write their own backend and uh, <laughs> yeah. they just want to use some. And, and Firebase, to be honest, is great. It, it's just yeah. great. Um, but it's Google. And um, sometimes people get like a bit worried about the cost. Like if you make a wrong query and query too many <laughs> mm -hmm. documents, like this can sometimes skyrocket. But I don't hope this will happen in your case, uh, but that also might uh, mean you have a lot of users. Yeah, uh, let's hope I have this kind of problems, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, are you using uh, Firestore for storing data? Yes, are you using yes. authentication with Firebase? Are you using anything else? I assume you would probably use storage for uploading files or uh, uh, is there any? Yes. Uh, uh, the the files uh, yes i'm using storage uh, for uh, storing the uh, avatars uh, mm -hmm. i don't store any other anything else. Uh, okay, push yeah. notifications uh -huh. um, yeah i know they have like uh, like dynamic urls or even like app debugging stuff but um, um no, uh, no yeah i i don't uh, i don't use the the debugging the stuff okay. um what else uh Okay, no. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Firestore, uh, Firestore, uh, storage, and uh, uh, push notifications. <clears throat> awesome. And off so, and authentication, of course. And, uh, yeah, definitely. So I would love to know um, actually how you implemented the chat. Maybe you can quickly like sketch out how this works. I mean, you you got like the real time collections, and you can add data. Um, does it simply work like that? And then you have like a subscription of some kind yeah. collection or do you have to implement like your custom functions and RTC or anything? Uh, no, uh, there's a great uh, library. Uh, let me check in the code. I forgot the name of this library. It's, uh, oh my God, gifted chat, <laughs> React Native gifted chat. I'm using React Native gifted chat, uh, open source library, which is, which is great. Um, uh, it, it uh, it's um, and uh, um, basically the way it works. I subscribe to the uh, Firestore where the chat it's is stored, and mm -hmm. it uh, uh, it updates in real time. And whenever there's a new message, uh, it shows on both uh, 
uh, users uh, screen. Um, uh, React Native gifted chat is really good uh, open source library for a for a chat UI. I didn't have to uh, like implement anything. Uh, uh, that's cool by myself like i just styled it a bit a bit and that that was it uh you pass uh like basically an array to the to the chat mm -hmm. uh, with the data of messages and that's it uh, so uh, um that's awesome a simple simple uh, subscribe to firestore uh, chat and pass it to react native gifted chat and that's it. I'm uh, I'm the developer that do I don't I don't like uh, reinvent reinventing the wheels uh, all yes. the times. And this is my side project, which I'm really uh, planning to launch uh, soon. So I don't want to um, like uh, focus on to uh, like creating my own solution for everything. Yeah, I think that's that's very reasonable. I followed the same approach in the past, and if there's something to add the chat, that's that's awesome. Also, overall, it's it's quite interesting how easy that works with Firebase, like with the real time data and subscribing, and you yeah. magically see the data on both screens. Like when I did this the first time, my mind was. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so, the same way here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Also, uh, I really love that you're like abstracting the logic into whatever custom hook or file, so you can eventually. Uh, yeah. swap Firebase for something else in the future. I might adopt that because that's actually a really smart move on your end. Um, but I don't know how easy it works with like the subscriptions to data and passing that around in the React Native application. Um, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's uh, that that one isn't that easy. Uh, <laughs> well, like I for chat, uh, there is a uh, uh, there is a, a basic. Like uh, there is a subscription on the chat screen, of course. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. here here I would have to like work uh, a bit more about. But uh, for the re rest of the requests, I just have a requests file uh, with all the uh, requests to the Firebase, and uh, and uh, whenever I would need to change that to any other other. Uh, Backend, I just uh, not, I don't I would just uh, change the request in the in this file. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have to change it in the change it in the component that calls that request. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. Can you use anything like ten stack query with Firebase, or does that actually make sense from, from like any kind of state management or caching? Mm. Uh, probably you can, but I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just adding complexity on top. And when you're doing a yeah. side project, as you said, you like can't have all the bells and whistles yeah. figured out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so talking about bells and whistles, are you using native base for the UI? Yeah. I also used native base uh, for a course on Galaxies on my course platform. And I found it, um, let's say, interesting. So I used it because I thought it was the like the most used UI library for React native back then mm -hmm. and maybe it is still to this date but on the other hand i've seen images of native bases slow and I, my own experience was that some buttons and some stuff it's actually not looking that great like it looked somewhat outdated so so what's your experience of using native base and, and why did you select it um 
uh, I haven't actually till uh, like last week. Uh, I was trying to f- figure out something. Uh, um, wh- why they changing the native base to gl- glue stack? Uh, they're, 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 glue they're, stack, yeah. Yeah, they they implementing some other head uh, headless component library. I'm not. Uh, uh, I don't yet know uh, like the reasons. Uh, and I, I haven't uh, myself uh, encountered if it's slow. I I test it on the real <laughs> device. I I see it uh, working works the same uh, as using the uh, React Native style sheet. So um, I I basically chose uh, chose it because the way uh, I uh, the way it. Uh, uh, the way it you can uh, style it components like you use the uh, like ta- tailwind like uh, syntax uh, to add in in each component uh, uh, margins uh, paddings etc yeah like row and v yeah. stick and stuff yeah yeah, yeah i really like uh, it 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 just quick to develop uh, an ui uh, i wanted uh, if, I don't feel like it's outdated. I, I, it's really easy. Uh, I, I think it's really easy to um, um, to like implement your own design using this library. Really, for me, it's really quick. Um, uh, so um, this is why I'm using it. I I um, I started to think about. Uh, if I uh, should like, if I have uh, uh, any projects in the future, if I should still use data library because they uh, they'll stop. Uh, I think they stop uh, supporting yeah. it sometime. But I, for now, I feel it's it's good. Uh, it works great with Expo, and, uh, and it yeah. enables me to style it my way. Mm. Yeah, from from the from a screenshot of your application, I can definitely say that it looks good in your application. Like you have a consistent styling, and it looks good. I, I just sometimes felt like I come from a from mm-hmm. a different web background, and I've been using Ionic framework, and they have also like all these cool components, and just buttons feel a bit mm-hmm. more like they like they look on iOS or on Android. They look like Android, and I feel like the the native based stuff usually looked like very flat or plain. Um, okay. But of course, you can always yeah. make it make it look yeah. however you want. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, uh, I, I agree to that. It can do. It can be that. Um, uh, I used pre, I pre, uh, just one more thing. I previously I used the React Native Paper library, which is uh, yes. good too. Um, I don't know why I changed to Native Base. <laughs> I think I changed Native Base uh, when they uh, uh, changed it to three zero because I used Native Base actually as like when I was learning React Native to, in 2017, like, uh, 18 uh, or 18, uh, and th- that was like my first encounter with uh, any custom library, and I didn't like it then. But uh, when I saw what they did in the third version of Native Base, I really uh, liked the approach. That's why I chose it. Yeah, it fascinates me how many UI libraries for React Native uh, are out there. And I mean, I mean, many of them are great. You just brought up like the two most popular, Native Base and React Native Paper. 
Then they're all like uh, this, what's it called? I think native wind, which allows you to use tailwind today. Yeah. Uh, then, I mean, there's Tamagui getting all the hype lately. And I mean, there are at least like five other styling libraries you, you could select and they would all hmm. work pretty well, I assume. Yeah. I, yeah, I just course. fear that, for example, with native base, you got all these VStack, XY yeah. uh, things on your components. And and my own fear would be that if I want to transition to something else in the future, it would be really painful. Yeah. Um, I, I guess you you, yeah. you don't consider transitioning to anything un unless you have a million users, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't feel like uh, <laughs> I, I, I would have the need to uh, change it. Uh, I understand that, uh, but um, I, when I worked on some projects in the past, I, uh, I usually had the approach that uh, we uh, when I worked in Tim, we built a folder of components, either way, uh, reusable cons components, and then reuse it mm -hmm. into build comp more complex co components. Uh, that way we could uh, have uh, like a managed library. I actually worked on one uh, components library sometime uh, a few years ago. Uh, it was like closed uh, beta, uh, closed uh, source. Uh, it wasn't open source. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, so I I I thought I thought uh, okay, um, what can I use that will be quick and fast to uh, work on and that was native native base for me, um, and I I, I haven't uh, maybe I, when I'll start a new project uh, someday in the future maybe I'll take a look uh, at other uh, solutions. But right now I'm I'm really uh, happy with my choice. Yeah, you use what works for you. Yeah, um, that's a very common scheme on this podcast. So, Any, anything um, but styles components. <laughs> 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 I don't like okay, it. I I got one more technical question. Um, as yeah. you mentioned, push notifications before. Yeah. Um, are you put? How are you using push notifications in your app? Because usually push notifications, they can either like uh, react to Firebase changes in your database. For example, a chat message is added, and then you trigger a push. Or when like I don't know, somebody schedules a date, and or you could of course also have your own backend and do something with push. Like, uh, what's the flow of push notifications mm -hmm. in your app, and, and where do you use it? Um, so um, it uh, uh, it's, it it works uh, like you said it uh, it reacts to changes in the Firestore database uh, basically and also I'm using the Expo notifications uh, module. <laughs> um, basically, uh, I've uh, I've added uh, for example the. There, there aren't many push notifications for me, but uh, mm -hmm. basically, uh, when the user, when you get a request to that somebody wants to join your uh, event by, created by you, you get the notification. Uh, when the request is uh, answered, you also get the notification. And yeah, I need to add uh, one more that. Um, notification when you receive a new message and uh, I yeah I still need to do to add that but uh, basically uh, this is this reacts to um, changes in the Firestore basically I sent so a request to um, up, update the uh, Firestore and uh, 
it uh, the request uh, is uh, user A wants to join user B and the, the request status is uh, pending whenever that uh, event status pending in the Firestore object uh, uh, changes uh, the um the 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 user that gets answer uh, gets a push notification too so you have this this setup of is it a i think it's a cloud function right or a cloud trigger or whatever yeah. it's called and uh, then is it making just like an uh, http call to the expo servers uh yeah. with the the yeah. expo push token because actually this morning yeah. i implemented push notifications for a course and yeah <laughs> there's a cool expo tool to test this and yeah. uh, overall yeah, exactly. my experience with expo was great because you yeah. can use like curl against their api or they get like tons of sdks even for python or go um, but i assume in your functions you're just making an http call against yeah. the api yeah yeah ah Awesome. So this has been really great. Uh, some really great technical information if anyone out there is building a Firebase application with React Native as well. Um, to wrap it up, I got some quick questions for you. I got five quick questions, which you can okay. hopefully quickly answer. Uh, are you prepared okay. and ready for the for the quick fire round? No, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's go. Uh, first question, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Yes, right answer. Perfect. Uh, uh, never watched question. Star Trek. <laughs> good, good boy. Next <laughs> question: Mac or Windows? Mac. Ah, okay, another Mac user. Great. Me too. Um, your favorite IDE? Uh, VS Code. Yes, yes, like everyone these days. Now this one getting a bit harder, probably. Uh, what's the the latest discovered package, library, or service that you can recommend? Uh, maybe something cool. Uh, or anything that comes to your mind? Uh, in terms of coding or, or no? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it can also be in general developer tools if you got like cool service that we should check out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, um, like the obvious answer is ChatGPT. But uh, to be more specific <laughs> uh, for React Native developers, uh, uh, the React Native uh, gifted chat library is really good, really easy to implement. So I recommend uh, trying it out. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to put that link in the show notes. And the last question is, what was your latest useful purchase? Could be anything. Doesn't have to be related to coding. Okay. Uh, uh, this, uh, this uh, I will show you to the camera. Uh, this is my uh, <laughs> latest useful uh, purchase. Uh, okay, this is a good good information. You can also find these episodes on YouTube, by the way, <laughs> if you want to see what Pavel is holding. Okay, I think it's, I, this is... it's it's a loading thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a charger. Charging, charging, charger. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can charge uh, uh, three things to, uh, at the same time: uh, phone, uh, Apple Watch, and uh, AirPods. Uh, so uh, I really recommend uh, uh, buying this. This was my one of the latest uh, purchases. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Yeah, I think I had one before. I don't know why I put it away. Um, actually, it's pretty cool. I should <laughs> probably... I, I mean, I had some problems like yeah. you had to put the cables through and it was yeah. kind of awkward uh, to get... And then I need to change. But yeah, that's a nice purchase. Okay. Uh. Um, that was been a great episode. Um, thank you for joining me. Now you got like 20, 30 seconds to plug anything <laughs> you want our listeners to check out. So let me know. Um, okay, thank you very much, uh, Simon, for inviting me. I forgot to tell you, I I checked out your course website. It's uh, it's it's really nice to see we you. you see you building a, a ChatGPT clone, and 
for anyone uh, who wants to learn how to do uh, React Native, I recommend Simon's uh, website. Thanks. Uh, so I plugged yours. Now me. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I'm. Uh, uh, I actually. Um, if you want to um, try my application uh, out, uh, go to fitmateapp.co and you can sign for the waiting list. The, I will release uh, it probably by the end of the August. I don't have the release date because I planned to, uh, to do it before 15th. I'm not sure if I will be able to, uh, but uh, so that's uh, the end of August is the final date uh, for now. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Pavel Carney, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to put all those show links to Fitmate app and to your Twitter profile in the show notes. Also, uh, you can tweet at Pavel if you're looking for a skilled React Native developer. I'm pretty sure uh, Pavel is very skilled in different uh, frameworks, uh, React Native paper. I've seen a post about he's using NativeBase, uh, Firebase. So if you want a skilled developer, check it out. And of course, thanks uh, for plugging already my stuff, but I'm going to say it again. Galaxies.dev is my course platform if you want great React Native uh, courses. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in your favorite player. And you can also find this on YouTube. Uh, channel should be Rocket Ship Podcast. Should also be linked on my main channel, Galaxies Dev. So go check it out. And thanks for joining me, Pavel. Thank you uh, for inviting me once again.